Hey there, I'm Slade, one of the creators of ArclightPace.com, and I listen to the Arclight Insights Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second season of the Arclight Insights Podcast. And with me today, I have the pleasure to have Tapsnap and Toasty, and hopefully Gora will catch up with us during the podcast. Sadly, due to a change of life circumstances, we might not get Trixie for a couple of episodes, but fingers crossed he will be able to join us in the future, even if we need to record some stuff at a different time and include him in further episodes. We will try to accommodate Trixie as much as possible since uh, he was always a huge force in the every week here in our episodes. But without further ado, uh, it is my pleasure to go to Tapsnap and just ask how he's doing. It's been a while. How are you, Tap? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's been a while. What, about what, two months? Three months? I'm not even sure at this point. It all just blurs together. So I think the last time we talked, I was starting at Home Depot or been there for a week or two. It's going pretty good there, uh, but I'm leaving, unfortunately. Um, me and my girlfriend are moving down to Charlotte, North Carolina, just getting away, trying something new. We're both selling our houses, paying off all of our debt, and just starting over fresh somewhere else. Okay. So have you been keeping up with the with the game, like trying to see if there's any news? Have you been actually still playing the game? How's your relationship with Arclight Rumble during this long hiatus that we had with the podcast? Well, it's been a love-hate relationship, to say. Um, you jump on, play a few games, get a little bit bored because there's nothing new since we last talked. Hoping there's something new that comes soon. I know there's a lot of talk about adding third talents. A uh, couple months back, uh, they teased some new talents. was really hoping with that tease that they were going to start putting them out there for us to test, but nothing since then that I have seen. Okay, fair enough. I'm happy to also get Toasty to come in in the conversation. Toasty, how's it been all this time away from the podcast? Yeah, well, first of all, very nice to be back. Uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, I think yet yeah, the the last time I was on the podcast was in, I believe it was November. I was still in Canada and I had to get up at about five thirty in the morning because of uh, like time zones and whatnot. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely easier in in Europe in regards to the podcast timings. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad I, that I'm back. Well, yeah, I've had quite a break with ArcLight Rumble. But for some reason, like I, I don't really know why, but I've started picking it up again and um, started progressing on Onyxia. Well, for anyone who's in the official Discord channel, I've been annoying people with my decks. <laughs> uh, got a lot more active recently again. That's great to hear. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'm glad you mentioned Onyxia. Uh, just want to congratulate Trixie because even though he couldn't be present here in the podcast, he very recently killed um, Onyxia. So it's great to to have him as well if, as one more Onyxia slayer. And uh, I'm very happy to announce that Gora also just joined us. And from Toasty to Gora, 
Gora, nice to have you here. Uh, what have you been doing during this big hiatus with our podcast? Uh, yeah, good to hear you guys again. And welcome, everyone. Um, what have I been up to? Uh, work, apart from that, not much. Haven't played War since before Christmas, except for maybe one match somewhere in January, I think. I've got another mobile game to play that I found at Christmas time when I was at family Christmas, so had a bit of spare time. Traitor! Um, yeah, I know, <laughs> traitor. I know. Uh, apart from that, yeah, not much. Keeping well. Okay. Dog's getting bigger. <laughs> oh, yes. How, how is your dog? Ever, yeah, she's ever... good. <laughs> we always... One of the characters that featured in uh, in our podcast since the very beginning as well. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, so it seems like uh, apart from Tolsty, which has been a bit more active, it appears with the game. Uh, I also don't touch the game since probably December. I haven't done a single quest or anything since uh, since around December. Hopefully now the the podcast will motivate me to start to grind the game a, a bit again. But just like any of you guys been on the same boat, n not a lot of new stuff for, for a while. And uh, um, the community, after the last beta wave, it seems like the gradually the activity went down a little bit. So, fingers crossed, we're all, all waiting for more news regarding those talents and, uh, and the possible raids and co-op and all that good stuff to come. But uh, good to know that... Uh, Everything is okay in your personal life, guys, and it is an absolute pleasure that you guys made yourselves available and accepted to be here in the in the continuation of our podcast. And once again, hopefully Trixie will be able to find some time too, so we have the five of us back here again. I am sure all of you guys agree the podcast has been a big driving force to help us keep being interested in the game. Uh, on top of the guilds and everything. So I would like to move to a subject here. So yesterday we were discussing what are the current best units in the game in terms of their value for the gold cost. So we had some people participating and I also wanted to know your opinion, guys. I know that it's probably unfair to ask you this without proper time to have a look at Arclight Base and, and check every single unit um, with their gold cost so to make sure that you don't forget any units from top of your head but i'll grab one of you to be the volunteer and let me know your best value unit in the game for one gold cost for two gold cost three four five and six and then i would like you to tell me your best pound for pound overall unit in the game i want you to take in consideration both a combination of pv aspect and pvp as well i'll kick start this i have chosen the defiance bandits for one gold because they they just offer so much disruption uh, in terms of crowd control potential to collect chests the fact that they are stealth there's there's a lot of value there for one gold what about you guys yeah i think i agree with the defiance bandits they are really good for one gold cost the thing with the Fires Bandits is their versatility. Um, um, I mean, yeah. the poison combined with the stun is super nice because you can, mm -hmm. like, even, I don't know, molten giants, they get stunned just as long as a chicken and you can get those extra poison stacks in. And then the picklock talent 
netting you another two gold is really nice. Uh, personally, I've been testing out vultures a little bit in a hogger cycle deck oh. uh, without talents, though. And I must say, I was really impressed because, like, obviously in the beginning, they're not doing a lot of damage, but they can, like, when you have when you have a tank with them that eats all the damage at some point they can really get work done for one gold so like right now the defias bandits are clearly stronger in my opinion but the vultures are still a force to be reckoned with oh i can see that because uh, often the vultures require a more expensive response to deal with them than the actual cost of the vultures so i tell you the truth i i don't play with one cost because I don't think any of them are good. But I probably would have to go with the Raptors. I like how you can just throw out one Raptor for one gold. They're pretty fast. They can get to places pretty quick. But they also have the ability where you can uh, cycle through them pretty quick and build up a little Raptor army. Uh, and I also like to add, we asked the community and Togger here. Pretty much everybody came up with the Defias Bandits. Uh, but Togger was the odd man out choosing the smoke bomb because it says granting first hit and getting into melee versus range minis without getting hit is just good. It's just so good. So I think we can move on to the two gold cost and let's start with uh, Toasty here if if you are okay with it. Uh, sure. Yeah, so I know you've been uh, choosing the Quillbore. Yes. Which is... I mean, just like the Defias Bandit, super versatile. Um, has a lot of, like, situations where it's just straight up good. Personally, I like the um, Murloc Tidehunters. Especially for the previous PvP iteration. With the range talent, they were dealing with drakes. Like, without even taking a hit. For PvP, they're... Uh, for PvE, they're decent i would say they you, you need to level them to level 27 so they can reliably deal with onyxia whelp eggs which is a little bit too high for for my taste you, you kind of want to stay in the range of 26 yeah i think i would still go with the quill bore but the tide hunters are close second place i'm sure that's a very good shout they have very good value unit what about you guys i did like the quill bore and the murlocs I think Quill Ball is probably a little bit more useful overall, uh, just for the fact that you can use him to turn around AoE minis to save whatever is walking up the lane. Like, that's just so useful in so many cases. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like Anixia and the Ren fight are both, like, Quill Ball is, like, S tier. I do like the Quillbore, but I also like uh, the Skeletons with their Taunt ability, where you can drop them and pull Taunt off of another character. That could uh, turn the fight around quite a bit, just to pull them off one of your squishier units, and uh, have squishy units, but does a lot of damage, uh, and, and keep the, the push moving. But don't you think that the Skeletons... Like, they, they spawn, and they taunt, and then after one attack, they're dead. Isn't that, like, counterintuitive? That's the only problem, they are really squishy. Like, to have a, to have a squishy taunt unit? Sadly. In, in theory, I agree completely with Tap. It will be really good control misdirection unit, but sadly, 
they die so much quicker than the quill board that it kind of defeats the purpose a little bit, I guess. But we, who knows? We might get a bit of a buff coming soon and, and make them as competitive as uh, quill board, for example. In terms of the, the community, uh, Togger also came up with a unique suggestion. Surprisingly, he came up with spiders. Huge poison damage, explosion ensure to get less HP minis down, even if the spiders don't attack themselves. And it gives three bodies to the battlefield, uh, and is insane against single target units such as tanks. And the explosion also hits air units. So very good uh, argumentation there from Togger why the spiders are good, uh, the best value unit for two gold. I wasn't expecting the spiders really. I don't know if you guys even cross your mind spiders as a contender for best value to gold unit, but. Uh, I have to say, Togger's argumentation is really good there. There's some really good points there uh, for the use of spiders. Some of the bots use spiders with the explosion talent. I had my spanner moment where I just looked away for a second and then my <laughs> army was gone. <laughs> Be because they blew up and there was like, I think the molten giant was still standing with with like 40% health, uh, health left. and. I had a really big push, like it was a Merc Eye deck and like a, ex excuse me, a lot of units. And then I looked away for a second and we're all gone. So yeah, definitely, definitely a sleeper. So good call by Togar. So you can always count on Togar to come up with the uh, outside the box <laughs> thinking. All right, so we're going to go for Tap now and ask his opinion on... This is where it starts to get spicy because the three gold and four gold cost is completely stacked with uh, amazing units. So we gotta go for Tap and get his opinion on the best value three gold cost unit in the game. All right, so three, I would probably, um, I'm scrolling through, looking at a few different things. I'm gonna have to probably go with the Pyromancer uh, with the splash damage. I think she is very, very good. For three gold yeah for sure i don't think many people will argue that uh, that's a sensible choice there what about the rest of you guys uh, uh while you think i have chosen the well pegs just just put it out there <laughs> yeah well pegs are really good i use them in pretty much every deck but pyromancer is also great with the splash damage talent like so much the aoe size of that splash is insane the other three gold cost uh is the uh safe pilot absolutely I knew it was going to be mentioned by someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like another unbound mini can take out uh, squishies in the deployment. And then if you have, say, like Quillbore that you can also pop down with safe as a tank, you know, then you can get a lot more value. I don't, I don't think any anybody will disagree with you, especially with the talent versatility the safe pilot has as well. I'm not disagreeing with anything that's been said, but I want to throw in the meat wagon. Oh, okay. Into the discussion. Yeah, but I'm maybe I'm kind of biased a little bit because, well, as I mentioned before, I've been I've been trying a lot of different things on Onyxia, and the meat wagon is just MVP there. Yeah. If you can, like, get get a meat wagon on each side, it, it's just so much damage, even when it's a little underleveled. Uh, I haven't used it that much in PvP or during the campaign, 
but remembering that Soul Reaver used it for a lot of his campaign progress, it it can't be that bad there. So definitely also strong contender, especially with the ranged talent. Yeah, I have opinion. to agree. Yeah, Soul Reaver absolutely smashed it with that deck, killing uh, Onyx has such a low. Uh, army level and uh, when it works it's a, an amazing unit a midwagon but to be fair then there are also some situations where it doesn't offer nearly as much value some maps some circumstances but i know that top snap loves uh, to use midwagon at least he he did uh, in the early days when he got better i don't know if he still is one of the units that he features a lot. What, uh, Top, do you still use Midwagon a lot in your decks? Yes, uh, but I don't... Uh, with Anixia, I just can't use it because it when the Welpegs are out, it'll sh shoot a piece of meat over at the Welpegs and let them all out earlier than I want, waiting for another unit to clear them out. So it kind of hurts you in that fight. I can see that. All right, so we're going to go to uh, Toasty now, I guess. As a starter in a, probably the hardest gold cost to, to choose from, which is four, four gold. As there's so many good units at four gold. So what's your pick, Toasty? Uh, so are we including Deep Breath? Um, I think probably we will exclude Deep Breath just because not many people will have access to it for uh, quite a long time when the game comes out. And the, the unit is kind of designed to be overpowered. So maybe let's keep it out for now. All right. Yeah, so there's like five minis that jump to mind. <laughs> you have to pick one. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to... It's probably going to come down to Flamehammer or Drake. But I also want to mention uh, Arcane Blast level 4. Um Blizzard and Banshee. Oh, and Frostwolf Shaman, now that I'm looking through it. And it's really hard. I, I couldn't pick one. All right. I'll, I'll, we'll give you a chance to pick one by going to Gora now and see if he is brave enough to come up with the choice for the four gold cards. Yeah, Firehammer. Firehammer. That was quick. <laughs> yeah, Firehammer is my favorite mini overall and has been pretty much since I first unlocked her, like way back in like the beta totally understand she can I, I sort of, love it. She, as long as you got a tank with her she can take care of pretty much anything and those annoying flying bosses you just chuck on the uh talent where she does 50 percent extra damage to flying enemies and boom problem solved yeah that, no i don't think anybody would argue that and that's a great choice you can yeah that her talents allow her to be good against air or good against ground units depending on your situation and so you're only changing a talent out instead of a whole mini absolutely i uh, myself i chose the drake i don't think i need to argue too much there drake is just so powerful one of the most featured if not the most featured unit you against uh, onyxia uh, if the range was bigger it will be probably the best value unit in the game but um, the ability to drop well pegs across the board, uh, amazing AoE damage, uh, it's just an insane unit for 4 gold. But uh, just like the other guys here, I, I would have very close choices at the same gold cost. Um, there's, so there's so much uh, good value. Uh, what about you, Tab? 
I, um, even though I don't play the unit that much, uh, Harpies with the gold mining talent, uh, quick, get some gold, keep moving. If you drop the Harpies pretty close to a, a, um, a mine with three gold, you're basically just playing them for one cost. Oh yeah, instead of picking one, I want to throw in a Necromancer. Necromancer, okay. Also strong with Onyxia. I would say decent, because it also clears out wild bags, and it's really good versus uh, earth elementals and gargoyles, as it slows them down. And I think it can kill drakes as well. So yeah, just overall, really nice unit, but doesn't really like, especially in the Onyxia fight, it just fulfills the same role as a drake or the firehammer. So, but it can take out towers alone, so that's nice. And it, and it has the potential to keep generating uh, skeletons, so yeah. Oh yeah, definitely it's it's, uh, it's very good. Yeah, it's a range unit with its own meat shield. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and the talents uh, make it completely different, operate completely differently. Um, so it gives you this versatility. So necromancy is also a great choice. And uh, I think we're going to go back to Gora here first. Um, which in the five gold cost, which there isn't a lot of options to be honest. So, what's your pick for five gold? Yeah, uh, footman for five gold cost, which is a tank unit. That's the first thing that just popped into my head. Fulfills um, like the tank role pretty much very well in most situations, unless there's something that like decimates squads, but they're armored as well, and there's not many natively armored minis in the game. So that can really help. Do you like them more than the Warsong Grunts? The, the what, sorry? The Warsong Grunts. <laughs> or the are ones they... that we don't really ever talk about? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure if that's the right name. Wait, I'm looking Plus, it up. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. Plus, yeah, I think he I think he forgot oh, yeah. about that unit was in the game. That's why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, after well, the rework. After, they, like they've got the rework, but... Um... <laughs> They're still not super useful for the cost, in my opinion. Yeah, they're kind of forgettable, I agree. The, the last time I looked them up, I got... I, I was shocked that they had Fury. Yeah, like, did, did they're you, like did a you glass cannon tank-ish. Yeah. yeah. Well. But it's still 5 gold cost, and I can't justify it. It's too hard to keep them alive when you could just take footmen and they keep everything else alive. Yeah, exactly. They're supposed to be the damage uh, tank version. Kind of like the null brute to a certain degree. But I I don't think they just die too quickly. I, I don't like even after the, the reward. Before moving on to tap snap there with the five gold cost, I just wanted to mention uh, about the four gold costs. Blaine uh, on Discord he picked the fire elemental it's a bit unusual. Uh, Togger picked the Shaman. And uh, Div, Evolgina, he picked Blizzard. So there was such a different range of picks there at 4 gold cost. Back at you, Tab. 5 gold cost. What's your pick there? So I'm going to go with the Huntress. Um, especially, I, I used the Huntress throughout the whole game. And with the Noxia fight, it just clears out uh, the Whelps rather quickly with the multi-target yeah 
uh, another excellent choice there from top and uh, toasty i don't think you mentioned your five gold cost yet no yeah i was thinking it's probably either huntress or the ogre mage mm -hmm. um i really like the tank minis as well but i think they're all kind of close and especially for anixia the the, the footmen don't really do much with like not having resist but armor instead that doesn't really doesn't really do a lot i wanted to try out the grunt but yeah i'm, I'm i don't really have a strong opinion on five gold cost okay so but you are supposed to pick one so i'm gonna ask you to do yeah that. i'm gonna go with huntress followed huntress. up by ogre mage Okay. To be honest, I never really liked the Ogre Mage. I don't know why. It just seems like it doesn't provide enough value before he dies. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just not playing it properly or surrounding with the correct units. I just find it very hard to to get a lot of value out of the, the Mage. I don't know if he's a me problem or if he's a other people problem as well. I used the Ogre Mage at the start because I got him really early originally. I used him for quite a while. And then when I got Firehammer, if you get Firehammer and the Ogre Mage together, and you get the Bloodlust on the Firehammer, that's a deadly combo. But it is, like, expensive, expensive. to get going. Oh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to go to top here first. Six gold cost units. Oh, and something that I obviously should have mentioned in the st at the start is that we excluded the leaders from choices because most of the gold, uh, the higher gold... Um, cost categories would feature leaders because obviously they are designed to provide more value in general than a regular unit so six gold cost what's your pick here top and what's the reasoning so i'm gonna go with core hounds i i just love the unit especially with uh Tyrion. um they just live forever and they just just stomp up the the battlefield if one dies the other one brings it back with Tyrion, it just I know we shouldn't be adding other troops with it, but Gorehound's Tyrion combo is just ridiculous. No, that's fair. What do you think about the the talents with the Gorehounds? Are you happy with it? Do you do what? What is the the power you see currently associated with the Gorehound talents? Would you nerf them, buff them? Do you think they are just right? Um, they they nerf Guard Dog, which I I hate. Um, but I it definitely was necessary. Um, I've been using, using Fiery Rebirth a lot because of the explosion damage every time one gets revived. I, I seem to get a lot of use out of that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, since the since the nerf uh, of the towers, uh, only defensive towers now, but before definitely the, the other talent was the best, I would say. I mean, I think most people would say. I haven't experimented too much with Fire Rebirth. I got some uh, feedback that it wasn't that strong, but it's it's encouraging to hear that you have some success with it, so uh, I guess I need to try a bit more with it. Let's go to Gore here. What's your pick at 6? I can actually go Abomination, especially after the change he got, so he hooks ranged units in. <laughs> like that. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Can be just a killer. Because you got your tank at the front, you got your range unit coming in behind, and oh, now your range unit's in melee. And it's dead. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, so good. Yeah, that can be pretty crazy. And then, again, like Tap was saying with Tyrion, like, 
with Gorehounds, Abomination and Tyrion also work really well together. Um, and with Abomination's stun talent. But your first pick there is the Abomination. Um, yeah, Abomination, yeah. By the way, Togger agrees with you as well. He's, he, he was his pick for uh, six gold cost. And we're going to go toast, you know, see if he surprises us or if he will mention something already mentioned. To be honest, there's so, so few options at six. I wouldn't be surprised if you mentioned abomination or core hounds as well go ahead toasty yeah it gotta be the core hounds for me i really like the abomination but i wish it was stronger i haven't really played a lot with living bomb and uh mountaineer uh so i, I can't really comment on them but I've, I've tried oh yeah the molten giant is also pretty nice but it hasn't seen that much use sadly but yeah it's, i think it's probably the core hounds Okay. Yeah, my, my choice was also the core hounds. Yeah, Molten Giant is a funny one. I don't know uh, if the fact that they didn't change it, really any significant changes to it in the patches, it kind of makes me think that maybe the community is not utilizing the units as well as we could. Maybe they know something we don't about it in terms of like some synergies or something. Because it, it, it seems a bit... Um, strange that um the unit is not utilized nearly as much as core hounds or i don't know either they need to change the unit or it's something that we are overlooking as a community so just before i ask the three of you i give you some time to think about it what is your overall best value unit from the ones you picked in um i'm just going to mention that blind there he picked a prowler for three gold costs which i didn't mention earlier which I thought it was a very interesting choice. I don't know if you, any of you sees uh, the value in Prowler that I'm, I'm probably missing. I, I wouldn't expect uh, this unit to be chosen as uh, the best value three gold cost unit. I don't know if any of you has a case there to support blind. Let me know if you do, guys. And just looking at I guess the yeah, go on. stealth talent on for the Prowler. So it gains stealth and stuns the target when attacking from stealth. Yeah, I was talking with Blaine and he mentioned that one of the good um, added value would be the ability to re-stealth it with the smoke bomb. And, and uh, I can see the huge potential for stunning and re-stealthing of the unit. I just think there's so many other options at 3 gold cost. You know? So when you play Prowler, what's like what purpose does it for what what do you want to do with it is it like a, a mini that you play as part of a bigger like push or is it a mini that you deploy solo to handle another mini when i spoke with blow uh, well his name is it's i pronounce blind but it, it's not really written right now but i'll i'll just say blind <laughs> uh, yeah. uh blind um the way he explained it is for him to offer some tanking support and uh, CC bosses or towers while other units do their job. That's the way, the, the value that he saw about the units. And also he mentioned that uh, being fast was a big strength in his eyes for this unit, uh, which I agree. In many situations, it will offer lots of value. I just think there's so many other good options at three gold. I can't see Prowler uh, as um, such a big value like he mentions, but it's always really interesting to see the different uh, viewpoints of people because you learn a lot with it people coming up with things that you didn't even think about all right so without further ado i'm going to 
I don't know, Gora here uh, first and ask him his best overall pound uh, for Why pound Firehammer. <laughs> it's going to be Firehammer. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> first favorite mini, always favorite mini. Okay, that's fair. I've, you already explained uh, the strength of Firehammer in, in your eyes, so I'm just going to move to Tap here and ask Tap Snap his uh, best value unit. I'm going to, it's a hard choice, uh, but I'm going to. Even though I didn't pick it at four, it, probably the best value would be the Drake for me. Okay. Uh, I don't think anybody would call this a silly take. Uh, certainly Drake has immense value for four gold. And I, you know, most most of the top units that will be there in the two gold to, to four gold range, I think. I think the game is designed to have the strongest, the most value units around between the two to four gold cost, I would say. What about you, Toasty? So, I was, I've been trying to think about every unit um, when deployed solo, like in, in a vacuum, without any support, any spells. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about Firehammer 2, but it needs support. So that's why I'm probably going to go with Defiers bandits. Oh, I didn't expect that. I can see so, why. Uh, yeah, I... so the thing <laughs> is with the poison talent, they can, I think they can take out Huntress and Ogre Mage alone, like without any support. Oh, so uh, they actually they actually kill the Huntress before she she has a chance might, to even attack yeah, once? It, they they might die as well. Like when, when they're on the same level, I think she might get one hit off, but she will die on the poison. With the residual poison. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like this, I think it's the same with Ogre Mage. I'm not. Also, the they kill Firehammer and the Flame Waker, and it's just a just a poison talent with the Picklock talent. They gain so much gold. Can't really comment on the Last Resort talent, so that's the third one. I can see uh, that. But yeah, they're just like for one gold, they provide so much value. Yeah, I I don't see. Yeah, I, I wasn't expected answer, but thinking about it for one gold. I mean, I can only imagine a six gold version of Defiance Bandits. It will be absolutely brutal, <laughs> brutal value. Um, yeah, hundred, yeah, hundred percent. I, I, uh, if you really think about it, is for one gold cost is so much value. It, it, you have a strong case for the best value unit in the game. My personal choice was the Quill Bore, two gold costs. It's, it's used as a misdirect unit, it distracts the opponent, it forces the opponent's units to attack it uh, and even turn their backs to, to the rest of your team. It, it's, it disrupts the, the opponent completely, messes up with the mechanics of the opponent army. Uh, it is um, unbound, so you can put it everywhere you want uh, to manipulate the battlefield. It has a decent amount of health for two gold cost. It has a resistant trait. I think everybody loves Quillbore. I don't think I can't imagine someone in the game saying, "Oh, I don't like Quillbore." I don't think we're gonna find someone that will say that. And I, I'm I'm surprised that none of you picked the Quillbore as well. But I know that all of you appreciate Quillbore as a unit as well, just like me. And I like to see the variety. I I really like that all of us pick different units here. It's it's good it's good to see just also to uh include the community here as well so blaine you went even further with the prowler by picking the prowler as the best overall best value unit 
I wasn't really expecting that. Togar picked the safe pilot. Okay, so this was a very productive discussion on the best value units for each gold cost tier. And now, uh, just quickly, before we end our episode, we're going to go to the other side of the coin and mention our worst value overall units for all of us. I'm going to start and I'm going to pick the Warsong Grunts. Uh, I think they they are horrible for 5 gold cost. The talents are quite poor. You would expect a 5 gold cost unit to have appealing talents. Yes, there was a rework. And for example, if you're doing dungeons, there is a, a, a relic where your Warsong Grunts are extremely overpowered because they didn't adapt it yet for the fact that they used, it used to be spawn one Warsong Grunt every time a unit dies or something like that. I, I don't do dungeons for a while. But now they went from four to two Warsong Grunts. So now this Warsong Grunt spawning is extremely powerful because they didn't adjust it yet. But apart from that specific dungeon scenario, Warsong Grunts are absolutely horrible. And they are the unit I choose for the worst value per gold cost. Uh, who wants to go next? I'm going to go next and say Dark Iron Miner. I, I, we talked a little bit about this already, but I I have yet to play that uh, the Miner in any scenario during the game. So maybe I'm being a little biased against it since I really haven't tried it. But anytime I'm building a deck, I don't even think about that card or that unit by the way anyone here disagrees about wars and grunts being awful or the darker iron miner or everyone's happy with the choices so far i'm not happy <laughs> okay go on <laughs> no, i mean the dark iron miner no the thing is i mean i can understand you're paying two gold to get at most maybe like three gold out of it when you're when you're deploying it at a full gold node but when it's well I, I started to think about farming gold not as it, it it doesn't always have to be a good value for you that doesn't always have to 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 benefit you but it's just the fact that your opponent doesn't get it is powerful enough for me to always consider playing harpies or dark iron miner yeah that's fair no i suppose just top snappy uses other units for the, the same purpose. I think it's just a matter of... But I can see both both points there. So, Toasty, so um, if you disagree with Dark Iron Miner, so what's your choice then? I was thinking about chickens, obviously, because it, <laughs> they don't really do anything, but no one's really playing them, so we might be missing out on them. A one mana or one gold arcane blast, I don't really know if it kills anything. Other than like chickens, it, I, I don't even know if it kills murlocs. Probably the, the strongest guess is fire element. Not because it's that bad itself, but because when you want to have a resistant tank, you're picking core hounds. Really, it, it dies really fast against any sort of non-magical damage, and it's so slow, and it costs four mana. Yeah, I don't really like the unit. Yeah, just to confirm, the one gold cost arcane blast uh, does not kill uh, Marlocks. Marlocks have 80 base health and uh, the damage of the one gold cost arcane blast is 75, so it doesn't kill them. Oh, all right. So you're right. Just almost kills them, but it doesn't kill them. I don't know. I was actually thinking of... So what is it? Wes... I don't like the Mountaineer. 
for six gold. I just never can make it work for when I deploy him, but watch the enemy deploy him and he just walks through my entire line of minis. So does that mean is a you problem or a a unit problem? <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a unit problem. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, it, did like, you play against? Sorry, Gore, yeah. Did you play against other players? Them not not the uh, AI, but did you play against other players that you saw them utilizing the unit well, or for example against Onyxia or something like that, that gave you gave you some hope? Nah, the players don't. I mm. never really saw any players using okay. the Mountaineer, and I consider one of his talents to be a dead talent anyway. When the either one of them dies, the other gains blood loss. It's basically like the Warsong Grunts talent. It's like once one dies, how long until the other one dies? Honestly, yeah, that's true. it's kind of it will shine at times, but very very rarely. Does anyone disagree with Gora here that you actually see a lot of value in the in the Mountaineer? No, okay, that's fair enough. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think this was quite a decent uh, return podcast. I'm For one, it was a pleasure for me to spend some time again with this gentleman here with me. So, just saying hello to Trixie as well. Uh, and once again, I hope that this life circumstances changes so he can also join us. Just like uh, Toasty was away for a while, it's so good to, to have him back. I hope the same happens with Trixie. I'm going to pass it to the other guys here and uh, for myself. Thank you very much for listening and we hope to see you again later. Top snap. Well, I'm glad to have you guys back. So see, I know you missed a lot of the the episodes uh, because you're in Canada eating maple syrup and what they call Canadian bacon. But glad to have it's all back. I, I kind of missed this. It was a highlight of my week and and just to get together and talk about something that interests uh, myself. So I hope uh, we get our audience back and we start seeing some updates and we start to grow this channel again. Oh yeah, definitely. Just when you just when you said uh, drinking or eating maple syrup, I was starting to sing Oh Canada in my head. Yeah, like same thing goes for me. Really happy to be back. Really happy um, that yeah, we're we're like trying to to get the hype up again for the game uh, even after not having uh, news for a day or two um, it's important to keep the spirit up yeah for a lot more nice episodes to come oh yeah it's, it's good to be back i enjoy doing the podcast and it's good fun to sit down and just you know have a chat about something that you enjoy with other people that also enjoy the same thing and you know have some discussions around it um yeah that's great to hear everyone and again and uh, everyone's doing well brilliant so just a reminder to everyone we live in completely different parts of the world so i want to show my appreciation for the other podcast hosts here with me because they need to stay awake or wake up at uh ridiculous times to to be able to make this podcast and i'm really grateful for their efforts to to do so and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it and next week we promise you guys an interesting topic who knows maybe we will talk about something that will be a huge component in the game going forward take care everyone and all the best bye bye